you begin to shout that name Jesus you shout it wait wait listen listen you shout that name continuously five times and if after the fifth time begin to burst and begin to pray in tongues right now as you pray in tongues begin to focus on those areas you want to see the miraculous hand of God you want to see the bigness of God now want to go Jesus Jesus, Jesus, five times. After the fifth time, begin to burst forth and pray in tongues. Do you understand me? Let's go. One, two, go. Jesus. Jesus name we'll go again but listen to the instruction now 
who called the name of Jesus five times. And then you begin to speak in tongues. Except those of us on the auditorium with the mic. The rest of you, as you speak, see speaking in tongues. Begin to call into your life what you want to see. Begin to make a declaration. Call them into being. Call them into being. What you don't want to see, send it far from your life. What you want to see, call them into your life right now. Do you understand me? One, two, go. Jesus. 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 you know he has heard you we're going to worship and thank him right now because he has heard you amen let's give him quality worship as we're led now
prayed. We are grateful to you for your mercies. We are grateful to you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, for your visitation today. Be praised, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Please let me sit Thank you. Amen. For the service, the Lord laid a word in my heart. Job chapter 8, verse 7. Job chapter 8, verse 7. He said, Though thy beginning was small, Yet the latter end should greatly increase. I thought somebody would shout a big amen. amen. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Amen. Great increase is my portion. I am increasing on every side. I am increasing on every. Don't just close your mouth. Big prophecies concerning your life. I am increasing to the left, I'm increasing to the right, I'm increasing to front, I'm increasing all round, I am increasing all round. Amen. Increase is a process of becoming more. A process of larger, a process of greater influence, greater reach, greater share of the market. Increase is God's desire and God's purpose for our lives. He has done it for many people in the Bible. He did it in the life of Abraham. He did it in the life of Isaac. He did it in the life of Jacob. He did it in the life of the Lord Jesus. In the early church, he did it. God's desire for us is increase. And when it comes to increase, beloved of God, Oftentimes, when God wants to do a thing in the Bible, he points us to a figure. When God spoke about increase, Abraham was his case study for us. When he talked about prayer, Elijah was his case study for us. The power of prayer, what prayer can achieve. He said he was a man of like passion like we are. And yet he prayed. When he prayed, this happened. Then he repeated the process. This was the result. God has models in the scripture to point to particular things that he will want to do in the lives of his people. And I'm bringing you this word today because the Lord laid it on my heart. This Job chapter 8 verse 7 is a prophetic word for somebody here. And I want you to lay hold on it and flow with it today. Open your heart to it. In Isaiah 51 verse 2, I'm going to read from three different translations of the Bible for you to see the import of the message that God was wanting us to take note of. The model that he has in mind for us to see. Isaiah 51 verse 2, first the King James Version. He said, look unto Abraham your father. And unto Sarah that bore you. For I called him alone. And blessed him. And increased him. 
The New Living Translation says, Yes, think about Abraham, your ancestor, and Sarah, who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man when I called him. But when I blessed him, he became a great nation. That is somebody's story today in the name of Jesus. The Message Bible says, yes, ponder Abraham, your father, and Sarah who bore you. Think of it. One solitary man when I called him, but once I blessed him, once I blessed him, once I blessed him, he did what? He multiplied. Is that somebody's story here today? Though my beginning was small, yet my latter day is being increased steadily. I said that God's blessings or the blessings of God on Abraham was not accidental. It was a process. Three major things stood out in that process. One, Abraham had access to the call. We also, we have been called by him. Through Christ, we are far off. We are aliens to the covenant. We are not members of the commonwealth. But by the blood of his son, the middle world of partition was taken and were brought near unto him and made his own people. Abraham walked in obedience before God and he served God with all he had. Today, you and I are called to be doers of the word and provide service to our God and in his house and be faithful representatives of our God. As a result of this, Abraham entered into the blessing without even knowing. Even in the midst of that blessing, he continued to walk in honor and in sacrifice before God, doing the things that God had called him to do. As a result of that, the increase came. It was a gradual increase, but Abraham kept increasing. And one of the things that kept him increasing was his faithfulness to God and his consistent walk before God. Beloved of God, all of us today, we are brought into that opportunity to have that call, to have the blessing, to have the increase. Beloved, the blessing of the Lord it's not in the substance that you see. The blessing of the Lord, the Bible says, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow to it. So the blessing is more than car, it's more than house, it's more than fine dress. The blessing is much more. It's the power, empowerment that God makes available for you and for us to succeed in whatever it is that we have found ourselves in. And today, we have that power in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. And beloved of God, if you align yourself with him, he will lead you on the path of increase. In the life of Abraham, each time I read the scripture and I look at it, there are seven areas that I saw that God used as channels to bring this increase to manifest in the life of Abraham. And that is where I want us to briefly look at. Turn with me your Bible to Genesis chapter 24. Genesis 24, 34, 35, 36. God's blessing on Abraham manifested via these channels. It therefore means that you and I must also create the channels 
for the blessings of God to manifest. We have been called, yes. The blessing of God has been released upon our lives. The increase will manifest. But what are the channels for that increase to come? I could be faithful. I could be a prayer warrior. I could be a very consistent child of God. But what are the channels that I must allow to open in my life? 24, from 34 to 36. He says, and he said, I am Abraham's servant. This was the servant of Abraham reporting what God had done for the many years that Abraham had been away from home. Verse 35. And the Lord had blessed, he's the one reporting now. The Lord had blessed my master greatly. He has become great. He hath given him flocks and herds, silver and gold. Men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when he was old. And unto him had he given all that he had. Somebody will ask. He said there are seven areas that God blessed him. Or seven channels in which the blessing was manifested. What are they? Beloved, follow me as we look into the world. Now, understand this scenario. At this time, Isaac was about uh, 40 years old. About this time that this servant was reporting. Abraham left home. Between the time of Abraham leaving home and the time of the birth of Isaac, that was how many years? 25 years. Plus another 40 years. How many years is that? 65 years. These people knew that they had a brother somewhere. I'm sure the children in the family had, they have an uncle somewhere who said God called him and he moved away from them. If there were letter systems in those days, they probably would have been writing letters. But I have a feeling that they had not been communicating. And so when the servant came and identified himself as the servant of Abraham, the Bible says they were interested in the story. What became of that man? For 65 years, we have not seen him. We have not heard from him. What became of him? And so he began to answer that question they probably had. And he said, God, indeed, had blessed my master. Don't forget when he was called, they knew. They didn't know the God that called him. Abraham even himself did not understand, but he knew that there was a power beyond him that called him. And he decided to go out in line with it. The Bible says God blessed him with flocks and herd. The family left. They were still in that business. Their primary business was the flock and the herd. They were cattle rearers, animal husbandry. That was what they were into. And so the Bible says in his primary business, God blessed him. So your primary business is one channel that the increase of God will make manifest. What is your primary business? What are you doing now? He says he will bless the work of your hands. What are you putting down for his blessing to rest upon? 100 times zero is zero. The Bible says that, and I often heard, while you are waiting to do what you think you are qualified to do, whatever your hands find to do, do what? Do it with all your heart. Give 
God room to bless and increase you. Let there be something for this prophetic word to attach itself on in your life. He was a cattle rearer. He was a, into livestock farming. That was his primary business. In the midst of the primary business, because of God's blessings upon him, there was something else that came up as a store of value and also an opportunity for increase. The Bible says he was wealthy in silver and gold. They were not goldsmith. They were not silversmith. But his primary business gave rise as a result of God's increase in that for him to begin to enter into a secondary source of business. May the Lord increase you that beyond that first line of business, beyond that first income point, you will have other resources, other open doors for you in the name of Jesus. It was a store of value for him, but it was also a means of exchange and a means of trade for him. So, there was a primary business, livestock farming, and then there is a secondary business, which was his huge store of silver and gold. God gave him. God protected it for him. But it all started from one source. The primary business he was doing. We're going to pray some prayers within the time we have. I want you to be very sensible and be very sensitive in the prayers you are going to pray. The third area that the blessings of God, the increase of God manifested in the life of Abraham was that the Bible says that God gave him men servants and what made servants. He had the gift of men. You are never bigger or you are not as big as you should be if you don't have men to undergird you. The gift of men, the gift of burden bearers, the gift of gifted men, the gift of men of influence, the gift of men that are divine connectors. There was a time in Genesis 14 that Abraham wanted to go and fight. The Bible says he checked in his household. He had 318 men in his house who can hold the sword and who have been trained in the acts of warfare. Not only that, if you read that Genesis 14, the Bible says some of his neighbors, some of his neighbors joined hands with him to go and fight to bring Lord back. Abraham had men, men in his house, men outside his house. May God give you the gift of men. I said, may God give you the gift of men. Faithful burden bearers. Somebody should be praying now. Faithful burden bearers. Call them into your life right now. Faithful burden bearers. It was an area of the manifestation of the increase of God upon Abraham. Faithful burden bearers. Faithful gifted men. Gifted men. Men that could hold the sword. Men that could fight. He had men of influence. Like this servant that were to travel. To go and make this trade. And get a wife for his son. He had them. He had burden bearers. He had people he could send on errand. Faithful people that would stay with him. Faithful people that would deliver to him. Even the things he never thought was possible. Beloved, ask God for it today. It is the blessing of the Lord to have men. It is the blessing of the Lord to have gifted men. True men. Men that are faithful. Men that serve God. Men that will serve your interests. Not men that will steal from you or subtract from you. I want you to ask God today. Don't forget we are coming before the communion table of the Lord. No business. Ask God today for a business. Ask God for a work. 
I've got you looking for a job. This is the time. Ask him today. Ask him today. Because out of the primary will come the secondary. And all of them are equally important before God. They are the blessing of God. They are the blessing of God. Whatever you are holding to do. One of the prayers that Moses, the servant of God, prayed for the children of Judah was that their hands would be sufficient for them. It doesn't matter if you are a professor in the university. If that hand is sufficient for you and you are selling Dodoikiri or you are selling Akara by the bus stop, that will be more than required for to meet the needs of your household, your needs and those all around you. God has a way of multiplying the things he commits to our hands. Talk to God. The gift of men. Men of influence. Men that are connected. Men that are gifted. Men that are burden bearers. Wise men. Faithful men. The gift of men. Ask God today. Ask God today. Ask God. In Jesus name. The fourth dimension of the blessing of God in the life of Abraham. Like we see there, the Bible says Abraham had camels. Abraham had asses. They were not camel farmers. They were not donkey farmers. But the camels were necessary for the business of livestock to take place. The camels were necessary for transportation to occur. The camels were necessary for them to carry the byproduct of their livestock husbandry to the farm to sell. The camels were necessary and the donkeys to go and bring fodder for the animals. The camels were necessary for movement. When the servant of Abraham wanted to travel, he took 10 camels from his master's house and took it out. Loaded with the blessings of God from that family. If there were no camels and asses, how would he have transversed that journey? He moved from the present Israel, somewhere in the Negev, he moved to Iraq. This was where this transaction took place. Look at the distance today. That was how he tread, walking with those camels. Beloved of God, in your life, in your business, the camels and the asses today are the processes and the technology you need to put in place for your business to move forward. You cannot keep doing business like you have been doing before. There's need for a process. There's need for you to re-engineer your process. There's need for you to introduce technology into your business that will facilitate the carriage of your services, that will facilitate the announcement of your services, the announcement of the goods, the announcement of the things you can do. The Bible says true wisdom. Please, can we have Proverbs 24 from verse 3 on screen? Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24 from verse 3. This is the business, you see? Praise the Lord. Look up briefly. Look at the screen or open your Bible in front of you. Now, when the asses and the camels are operational, and I've said the camels and the asses represents the technology, the processes, the systems that have been set in place for your business. It is the wisdom that is applied to make your business work. It is what is required to announce your business, your brand, what is required 
when they come into operation, hear what the Bible says. It says, true wisdom is what? And house building. Your business is built as a result of this support structure. It says, and by what understanding? It is what? Established. The next verse. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and what? Pleasant riches. Number five. A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge does what? Increases strength. When you have the right technology, when you have the right process, when you have the right people at the right places, this is what happens to you. The fifth dimension of the blessing of God for Abraham was that this servant announced that Abraham, his master, is now a man of age. He's old. Meaning that God gave Abraham long life. God gave Abraham strong health. Because even at that point in his life, he was still very active in his business. There was health in Abraham. No matter how intelligent you are, if you are not healthy, you can't function. So part of the prosperity, the increase that was manifesting in your life is in the place of health. We are coming before the communion table of the Lord today. Part of the things I want you to pray about is concerning your health. Make a declaration. Jesus had paid the price for it. If you are sick, you cannot function. If you are sick, you cannot go out and come in. Therefore, you must be healthy and you must go to a ripe old age. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That is a blessing of God for Abraham. The sixth blessing that God blessed Abraham was that the Bible says even at that age, his wife was still active. His wife, Sarah. There was stability in the home front. There was stability in his life. Whatever it is that can challenge the stability in your home, at this communion table today, deal with it today. Are you with me? And the last thing that the servant said, remember he was talking about the blessings of God on his master. He said, my master by Sarah now has a son. And that son was already 40 years old, ready for marriage. Meaning that his future was guaranteed. Meaning that if Abraham dies, he's not just disappearing from the face of the earth. He has a future. Beloved of God, hear me today. Part of the blessing of God for you is that he has given us a future and what? A hope. He says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Thoughts of good, not of evil. To give you what? A future and a hope. Beloved, I want you to stand up where you are. These seven dimensions of the blessing. Because I want us to close early today. So we're going to begin to pray right now. These seven dimensions of the blessing. You know the areas you want to see in your life of the manifestation of the increase of God. We're coming before the communion table of the Lord. I want you to thank God for the word of God right now. Thank God for the word of God. When we begin to pray, you are going to take each of the sections, each of the sections, and begin to talk to God. You will particularly focus on the one that has to do with you. Begin to pray. Talk to God right now. Talk to God. Open your mouth and pray. Marada Sete Mokumba. 
Maka. Thank God for the word. Lord, we thank you for your word. When God brings a word, it means he wants to do something in that area in our lives. So give God thanks for showing us the seven areas he blessed Abraham. He blessed Abraham in his primary business. He created a secondary business for Abraham. He blessed Abraham. Even as an old man, he gave him the gifts of men. You need the gifts of men. He blessed Abraham with technology, with process in his day, such that his business began to do well. He blessed Abraham with health. He blessed Abraham with stability in the home front. He blessed Abraham with a future. He gave that old man a future. Talk to God where you are. Everybody thought it was going to be over with him. But God said, no, it's not over until I say so. Begin to talk to God right now. Begin to talk to God. One of the first areas I want you to pray about every negative word that is hanging over me, that is disturbing my life, whether I spoke it or somebody else spoke it, in the name of Jesus, I condemn them now. I cancel those words now. Whether I had it and I did it or I didn't hear it, those words are cancelled now. Brethren, pray, pray, pray. 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 Attack negativity, negative words in your life. Attack negative words in your business. Whether words spoken to your hearing or words that you spoke yourself or words that have that been spoken where you are not incantations that have been made against your life spells that have been cast upon your life or your business or your interest that you don't even know about today overturn them now in the name of Jesus overturn them now negative words be cancelled right now Hold one person and pray for that person quickly. Hold just one person, one person, one person. Pray for the person you are holding. Let the person you are holding pray for you. Every negative word at three levels. The one that was spoken by you against yourself unknowingly or knowingly. The one that was spoken by others against you. The ones that was spoken without you hearing they spoke it in their coven they spoke it wherever they spoke and it's having effect in your life today erase them by the blood of the lamb erase them right now over the brother you are holding over the sister you are holding break those words now in the, use the name of Jesus to break those words even words you have spoken upon your life it is renounced now Evil words that men have spoken to your hearing, it is renounced now. Evil words that have been spoken behind you without you hearing. In the coven, in the dream, you wake up, you don't even remember it. Today, it is broken. Pray. Release yourself. Release the brother, release the sister from the effect of those words. Release them now. In the name of Jesus, hold somebody else right now and quickly begin to pray.
cancel the effect of evil words evil words that is affecting your increase evil words that is affecting your fruitfulness whatever in the world dimension that is affecting your fruitfulness cancel them now pray for the brother you are holding pray for the sister you are holding command them to be cancelled now pray whatever that is not of God walking against your fruitfulness walking against your increase walking against favor in your life break them now in the name of Jesus break them now in the name of Jesus hold somebody else now hold somebody begin to declare all the seven dimensions of fruitfulness that Abraham experienced into that life right now begin to declare to the person you are holding all those seven areas of fruitfulness all those seven areas of fruitfulness you are blessed in your primary business you are blessed in the secondary business that is coming up you are blessed with the gift of man you are blessed with technology processes and systems you are blessed in health you are blessed at home you are blessed with the future call them forth call them forth call them forth call them forth right now call them forth now leave the person you are holding leave the person begin to pray for yourself now what which of these areas do you want to see manifest in your life quickly which of these areas God's desire for you is to increase the channels of increase have been made clear to us in scripture channels of increase in your business channels of increase in your secondary business channels of increase in every aspect of your life channels of increase by the gift of man by you walking in favor channels of increase channels of increase channels of increase in your health in your business in the gift of man channels of increase in your family in the technology that you have You are coming before the communion table of the Lord today. We know that the blood was the last card. When the blood was shed and Jesus' sacrifice was accepted, he declared it is finished. Whatever the separation was, the curtain was torn and the newness emerged.
I want you to pray. Pray, pray, pray. Increase. That is God's purpose. Increase. This communion table today is the communion for increase. Ask for the ordinance of ease to come upon your life today. Grace for ease. Grace for ease. Grace for ease. Struggle stops. Must you struggle and struggle and struggle before anything happens? No. Struggle ceases in your life, in your affairs now. Grace for increase. Ask God grace for speed. Talk to God. Talk to God, beloved. There is a grace that that makes you outstanding. There is a grace that distinguishes. There is a grace that brings favor. is a grace that brings favor there's a grace for speed there is grace for ease there is grace for increase there is grace to be distinguished there is grace to be outstanding 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 In Jesus name the Bible says John the Baptist remain at the backside of the wilderness until the word of the Lord located him Peter in Acts chapter 12 was locked up in jail in the innermost part of that sanctuary until the angel of God encountered him I want you to ask for one grace today the grace for visibility that your product will be visible no more in the backside the grace for visibility in your office will be visible your business becomes visible it is when men see you that they demand for your product it is when men see you that they demand for your service grace for visibility Ask God today. Grace for visibility. At this communion table today. Grace for visibility. I contact grace for visibility today. I must become visible. I will no longer be hidden away. I want somebody to pray this prayer today. You are, you are a star. But if the, sun, if the light, spotlight is not on you, nobody can see you. That is why you need to become visible. Your business must become visible. Your brand must become visible. In that office, 
The things you do must become visible. You cannot be hidden. No matter how much men want to keep you at the back. No matter how much they want to lock you up. There is a grace. There is a grace that makes men visible. That makes businesses visible. You are not advertising they are coming. They are you are being announced from here to there. Your skill can become much sought after. Until David became visible, David did not enter the throne, the palace. Even though he had been anointed for the palace in chapter 16, he couldn't enter until he became visible. One of the things that anointing did for David was to bring the order of visibility upon him. David became visible after that anointing came upon him. There is an anointing for visibility. There is a grace for visibility. Your business, your brand must become visible. Your skill must become visible. They will say there is something different about this person. Talk to God where you are. Begin to pray in tongues at this time. Begin to pray in tongues at this time. Begin to pray in tongues at this time. Maradas. Maleke pratasate mokumba. Maleke mbrodoso fredeska. Mbregalakamba. In the name of Jesus. Let's be seated. Bow your heads in prayer. I don't know if you are here. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Before we get to the communion table. Yes, I want to pray with you right now. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to become a child of God. This is a moment for you right now. Whether you are online or you are on site. If you are there, just pray this prayer with me right now. Say, Father God, I thank you. That you sent Jesus to die for me. Lord, I believe in my heart. That he died for my sins. He was raised for my justification. Lord, I believe in my heart, oh God, that is at the right hand of God today. And so, Father, in line with my faith, in what he has done for me and who he is, I confess him as Lord of my life today. Receive me as your child in the name of Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, I will encourage you, if you are online, call the number on the screen. Somebody's at the other end to speak with you and to tell you what the next stage is. If you're in in-house now, please see Pastor Fidelis O'Connor, the pastor standing there. He would tell you more on the next step to take. And so, beloved of God, as we take part in this communion today, be very sensitive in your spirit. And be very prayerful as you are taking it. Knowing that there is a grace that you have contacted today. Oh, there is a grace that you have contacted today. The grace for increase manifested in its seven dimensions. And you will be a partaker. It shall be made manifest in your life. No more will you be rejected. I said no more will you be rejected. No more will you be turned back. No more will you be rejected. No more will you be turned back. For the grace for visibility has come upon you. The grace for ease has come upon you. And so you take this communion today and begin to talk to God. Amen.
Praise the Lord. Let me quickly read from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Amen. It says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus is able